0: Hi, I'm Mark and, Mark, and this is this week's music review. Okay, on this week's uh, podcast, we have uh, Nick, who's a, is a, a vocalist, and he performs in uh, Nature's an Band, and he also performs in a Human League tribute. Uh, so uh, first of all, thank you very much, Nick, for being on the uh, on the podcast.
1: No problem at all.
0: Very good. Um, we'll s- get me wires right. We'll start um, from the very beginning. When did you discover that you wanted to be a singer?
1: Well, I always I've always had a real keen interest in music, um, like a lot of people, and. Uh, um, my brother, well, I come from a very musical family, and uh, my dad was—he uh, was—he was on stage when he was, well, throughout the, sort of his teens, in sort of um, so he was sort of mid twenties, and um, and my brother was, a, you know, a relatively successful um, singer um, during the sixties and seventies, mm. and part of the eighties, and um, when he, when he retired from because he's he's quite a bit older than me, sort of 17 years difference between us. And, uh, you know, I used to go and watch him perform when I was growing up as a real young child and followed his career, career really closely. And, um, you know, when he, when he sort of retired, he went into management and sort of managing bands. And I sort of followed those, his bands around and stuff. And I was like, wow, I was fascinated with it all. And I thought maybe, yeah, one day I'd like to give this a go myself. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'm a relatively newcomer to, to, to the live music scene, really. I mean, I've only been, um, you know, sort of doing this for around about 10 years. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's been new and fresh, and I absolutely love it. You know, I, I'm doing it sort of full-time pretty much now. And, um, yeah, don't regret it one bit.
0: So how old were you when you first started
1: singing? So, yeah, so I was around about... 40, let I me mean, just, I'm terrible, but 45, 45, well, no, when, 44. What, when you 44.
0: first started?
1: Yeah. Christ. 44 <laughs> when I first started, yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: You were a late bloomer, weren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, really? I was. I mean, I, I did do a few things. I mean, when I was at school, I, I was in the sort of punk band <laughs> mm. um, for a while. Um, that didn't really come to anything. And then, you know, you sort of, uh, I, I, went, I, I went away from music, really. Um, for a while you know you sort of out with the lads drinking and doing all the things you do growing up and mm. um you know I I did have a little dabble a few times with a, f- a few mates but it never came to anything mm. um but yeah I mean I I I, yeah, I had it in the back of my mind I, want, I wanted I want to try you know try a band get into a band because I was always told you know oh, you you know your voice doesn't sound too bad at all you know and I I thought yeah I'm going to give this a go um, so yeah ten, 10 years ago christ
0: and it was that. <laughs> yeah, i didn't realize it was obviously is it as late as that but did you so your first gig or your first band or first solo what what was that
1: doing well yeah so basically um it was when when my my wife was was um Karen, my my son um and um she, you know she was sort of like heavily Heavily pregnant and, not, and I was like, wow, um, I had this just desire that I wanted to, you know, give this give this a go, and I not not good time at all, really. No, but I, <laughs> I, I, put, I I put an ad out in um, a, a local um, music um, on a music music site, and um, basically just looking for someone to do some duo work with, mm. and and um, this guy this guy by the name of Gianni Kosu, Italian chap. Um, contacted me and he only lived a few miles away in Caincham and I thought yeah this could be good um and he's you know he said he'd been playing for years he come from Sardinia and um he said you know he's come over to, to for, for the music scene and um you know he's really dedicated to everything else so you know we we got together and he um, had you know, this flat in vacation we went around his place got a guitar out Started uh, doing a bit of jamming and we we just really connected straight away. Um, he was an a- he's an absolute brilliant guitarist and uh, he's a writer as well. And you know we we sort of started playing some local pubs. We thought, well, let's give this a go. It was going really well. Mm. So we we played the the pub scene and um, done about a dozen gigs, I guess. And we thought, I would like to maybe develop this into a band, mm. so so that's what we've done. We 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 got one of a guy, um, Andy Jones on drums, who is actually in my present band at, at the moment. Oh, the and, 80s uh, well, great, Andy. great guy Andy. Yeah, uh, and who you who you know? Yeah, and um, yeah, man is a box of frogs. But... <laughs> <laughs> and um, a Bob, um a goodbye name, of Bob. Um, I don't know his surname now. Bob, 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 Bob. All I knew, but his nickname was Bobby Biscuit. We called him <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was, Bobby Biscuit, yeah. Bobby Biscuit. <laughs> and uh, we, we won't go into the reasons why, no. Um, yeah, but he was quite, quite a biggish guy. Mm. Oh, <laughs> and, okay, uh, mm. yeah, he, he had, he had, um, he, had a, he, got, he had this farm in the uh outskirts, storm, an amazing place. He had this. The studio that we used to go to, that he converted, like one of the barns, and um, you know we were in there sort of practicing, you know, every week, mm-hmm. and you know we we sort of um we were pretty happy with with the product after like I don't know six, eight weeks or like that, and we let's let's do it this guy in uh, and, and gig, and um, and that's what we've done. Um, we were called the Sublime. And uh, yeah, yeah, we played sort of rock, pop, indie music, and um, that was really, really good fun. Yeah, really good fun. uh,
0: Music of a a bit of everything, then.
1: Bit of everything, bit Um, of everything. Yeah. So anything from the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, um, you know, Muse. It was a bit of everything, really. Um, You know, David Bowie. You know. Roxy music, it was very thrown in there, oh. and uh, yeah, just a four-piece band: bass, lead guitar, vocals, and, and drums. So, was that
0: like a pub band, or did you did it did you do weddings and things like that?
1: Um, no, we we didn't really do the wedding circuit. I mean, we didn't we didn't play long enough to to get into the weddings. Really, we we just done the local pub circuit, and uh, we've done a couple of private functions as well. Oh. Um, yeah, I to be honest with you, I I sort of we were about a year together, and it was really strange because um, we were actually practicing in this uh, in this studio, another studio actually, in Bristol, and um, next door there was there was some music going on, and I was having like, a little listen, and there was an eighties there was some eighties music coming in the next to the the, following, the, other, the other room, and I thought wow that sounds great. Mm. And during the break, during our little break, I got chatting to uh, to a couple of the guys. And he said, oh. "I said, well, oh, I, I love I love the Aces. And they um, said, oh, "Well, we're looking for a singer." Mm. <laughs> so I I said, "Well, oh, I might be interested." Mm. So um, next thing you know, and, uh, I'm having a, a practice with these guys, and uh, and that led on to my next band, which was called Sci-Fi Six. <laughs> crazy name, absolutely. Sci-fi crazy. They...
0: six. Uh, sorry, the sci-fi six. Sci-
1: <laughs> sci-fi six, yeah, yeah. That's the name, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think the uh, the guy that thought up was a bit of a, you know, into the old space space scene, you know, like mm. and stuff, you know, sci-fi stuff, and but and it, they were great, great, great lads and, and absolutely. We, it was really strange because they are great lads but we we sort of we've always um had had sort of difference of opinion mm. <laughs> on what on what we were going to do and mm. you know and where we were gonna go and you know it, we we've for about a year with that band and I absolutely loved it because I love the eighties mm. and again you know we've we've done the local circuit we' done we've done a, more functions as well mm. and um Basically, after a year, we, our, our bass player, um, was having a few problems, um, outside of music, and, and he, he decided to part, and, uh, it, it all went, went sour after that. Once the bass player went, because he was quite, he was the driving force behind the project, really. Mm. Um, you know, that, that came to an end, and it was a shame, really.
0: Uh, yeah, unfortunately, these things happen, don't they? You know, one thing leads to another, and then the band ends up, um, ends up breaking up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's not always good. But um, then, obviously, because you obviously you moved on to an, another 80s band, which you're in now. Um.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: Was that straight after, or was that further down the line, a few years down the line?
1: No, that was pretty much straight afterwards. Um it's funny because um chap by the name of Mark Stadin um was we, we were auditioning um with SciFi Six before we split mm. um for a guitarist stroke bass player. Um and Mark came along and um basically um you know he, he didn't get a chance to play any live live gigs with SciFi Six. Mm. But he, but he, he, when we split up, he said, "Would you like to do something with me? Um, you know, we'll try and get another 80s band up together. I said, "Well, yeah." I said, "If you if you can get the guys on board, um, you think you can get the right guys? I'm, I'm right up for that." Mm. So I didn't hear anything for about I guess three four months, mm. and um, then I get a phone call from Mark, and he said, I, I think I found the right guys." and uh yeah basically we we got in we got in the rehearsal studio, and I was absolutely blown away you know they were it was brilliant, absolutely mm. brilliant mm. you know they 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 you know they've been in they're very sort of experienced musos, and um it just clicked straight away mm. and basically, I've been going with that band now for you know about eight eight and a half nine years now
0: is it Cranky. eight
1: well, about eight years i should say nine yep. yeah yep. um, and um, we're called Retro Electro, mm. and uh, yeah, as you know, because you, you've guessed it for <laughs> us a few times. And uh, yeah, we play all over all over the southwest really, and um, very very well known around the local area. And um, we got we got a really good really good following.
0: Yeah, and it's it, it, yeah. Is, is it just ba- is it just basically because obviously. Yeah, people listening. You're from uh, the Bristol area, so is it just Bristol area that you actually do, or do you, do you go further afield, or is it more more case of being um, home?
1: Well, we play relatively um, close to Bristol. I've got to say with this with this project, um, there's a few a few musicians in the band that don't really like travelling too much, so. Mm. You know, we've got an agreement. You know, we'll do a little bit outside. I mean, we've done a few gigs in the Midlands and um, some stuff over in Wales. Um, and you know, sort of, I guess. Oh, we've done some stuff in London as well, but the jaws of our work is, you know, Bristol, Somerset, Wiltshire, Southwest, um, mm. Southwest, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but you know, we're still going strong now, and um, yeah, we play all the. The eighties synth pop music, you know your Duran Durans and the Pesh Mode and um, Simple Minds, you know all that sort of stuff, really, and it everybody seems to love it.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I mean eighties is very big at the moment. <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, as you know, as we keep panning, me and Rich, when we do the uh, music review podcasts, we we're, we're we're always going on about to, even today's artists now are all doing listen to the new songs now uh, they've all got 80s in it either the synth or the drum um, it's it's very much back in at the moment yeah and and eighties we- has been very popular now for a long long time um but it's got some serious big hits in it which just stood the test of time and i think that's why the 80s definitely yeah it's still doing it's still popular and then obviously you know when you do an 80s gig Nine times out of ten, it's it's you know it's more or less all, nearly full or sold out, isn't it? Because it's so popular. It is. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm absolutely amazed that um, you know when we do play these shows, you know, there's there's all, all sorts of ages there. You know, you, yeah. From from sort of you know, seventy year olds to to, to eighteen year olds. You know, uh-huh. and it's, and they all you know they all they all love it. You know, it's just it's it's quite refreshing, really.
0: Yeah, because some of the songs, you know, the popular singy songs, you know, like a Bon Jovi, you know, whatever, <coughs> or Duran Duran, you know, there's still people still, you know, the parents listen to them and the children listen to them, and then they end up, you know, liking that particular band because this, yeah. you know, the songs don't sound. Oh, do they you know they don't sound retro retro you know like no. stuff from the 50s or the 40s they still some of them sound still good today
1: so i think that's yeah. what's helped yeah. really yeah so um, yeah definitely i mean a lot you know the music now even you, know, you know stuff in the charts now and um, mm. you know there's a lot of 80s vibe you yep. know connected to their music isn't there you listen yep. to the songs out there
0: yep yep i mean the the, um, the, the greatest example is what we Keep referring to is the weekend just brought out a song called Blinding Lights um, about four or five weeks ago. That's just total eighties um, with yep. the synth, and you know it went to number one in the in the UK charts. So it you know it just shows that it, it's it's really coming back in. Even Lady Gaga and uh, a single just recently that sounds yep. all eighties. <laughs> so it, exactly, oh, yeah, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's that sounds it, coming yeah. back in.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, it's a it's a big passion of mine. As you know, the 80s. I mean, I I I love the 80s vibe and um, you know, it's in my (laughs) blood.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 80s is is still my favourite era. Um, so we've done the 80s with the band, and obviously now you've decided to carry on the 80s theme. In um, yeah in the human league tribute that you're in now. So, um, tell us about that. When did it, when did it start? Um, how many years ago did that start?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's my sort of, uh, that's a project that that I've been basically ongoing since 2017. Mm. Um, and it's really funny how it came about really. Um, I mean, I, I, I hadn't thought at all to do a Human League tribute and uh, basically I get a phone call from um, the uh, promoter of the Fleece um, by the name of Mark Court mm. and um, I know him through obviously my band playing at the Fleece which is one of the best sort of um, you know venues in the Bristol area if not the best for live bands I would in my opinion mm. um, and you know he's got great tradition and you know it always gets a good following there um he rings me and he says nick he said would you be able to help us help us out i said well, what's, what's that and mark he said he said well we've had a, a tribute bands pull out on us um a Spando valley tribute basically they they're disbanding and um we've got a Duran Duran tribute and wondered if you would like to fill that split slot hmm. i said yeah. Okay. What, what What have you got in mind? He said, "Well, you know, when I came to see you recently, he said I just could not believe how, how you know much you sounded like Falouki in The Human League." Mm. I went, "Right, okay." <laughs> he said, "Would <laughs> he said Would you like to uh, put a Human League tribute together and fill the slot?" Mm. So I said, "Blimey, oh, that's, that's a bit of a, a bit of an unusual request." I said, uh, "Yeah." I'd I'd love, I'd love to mm. i said but um how long have we got so he we said we've got six weeks yeah. <laughs> six weeks to get it together and i said well i'll have a go mate i said if i can find the right musicians um mm. and we think we can do it mm. why not mm. so um you know i i looked around and basically i've got um a bass, bass player uh, from, from Retro Electro. Uh-huh. He also plays lead guitar, as you know, and keyboards. Yep. I brought him along. Um, uh-huh. Russ Harvey, absolutely tremendous musician, great guy. Um, so he, he plays now, you know, with the Love Distraction, my tribute in the league. Um, Nick Stanidis, which uh, um, a very, very good keyboard player, a pianist um, that i Played with in previous projects. Um, and um, he, he's come along and uh, filled one of the slots. And then we managed to get two local Bristol girls who are absolutely amazing singers um, Ruth and Michaela. And, um, you know, that was a lineup. And, you know, we, we, uh, we got it together six weeks later. We've done the show with this human, with this Depeche Mode tribute. Mm. And um, it worked really, really well. And it uh, was a sort of sellout audience, and uh, yeah, the rest, the rest is history. We might stay with that, and uh, we've been going ever since, um, you know, August 2017, and um, playing all over the UK. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm playing venues that I can only really dream about. You know, it sort of happens sort of really quickly within the first sort of 12 months. We we You know, we were uh, playing some, yeah, some really nice places, and I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: good. It's so it's obviously you were chucked in the deep end, weren't you? Really? Um, Yeah. Six weeks—that's a lot to sort out, isn't it? In six
1: weeks. It was. It was. I mean, I, I really didn't think that we were going to pull it off. Mm. Um, But how many songs? How
0: many? When he said to you, we got six weeks. How many of those songs did you actually know?
1: Well, yeah, good question. Um, that I I knew about, I guess, quarter of the set, maybe, or well, maybe a few more, maybe, maybe about, uh, yeah, no, about, about eight songs, something like that. What, what all the
0: lyrics as well.
1: Not all of them. Not mm. all of them. Yeah, but but I did know. I mean, I did like the human league, mm. you know, from 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 the moment, you know, Helps. Uh, <laughs> from from day one. Yeah, so that did help. Mm. And so, yeah, I did. I did know some of the songs, but I didn't know all the. I mean, I knew a lot of the songs, but I didn't know all the words to them. So, you know, I did have a head start now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh God! Yeah, but must been sweating bullets on the night
1: yeah yeah it was it was really funny actually i mean um you know i don't really get too nervous to be honest with you uh when i go on stage not not usually no and um so it was yeah I, I, it wasn't too bad really i mean i would say probably our second show was more nerve-wracking um we played butlin's it's skegness in front of a i don't know a, what the what the, the audience is uh, about 3 3000 people mm. um about 3 weeks later and uh that was that was scary that was absolutely scary i mean before we went on stage the band on before us was uh well it was tony hadley and i was watching <laughs> watching him i was watching a bit the uh, front in the audience i was like wow we are going on that stage in a bit Mm. And, and, and that that I did, I was very very nervous. I got to say, playing that show. But again, we we tend we, we pulled it off, and uh, you know went down really well. So mm.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean um, Butlin's. When you go there for the first time, it can be quite nerve wracking because obviously it's a you know it's a pr- proper full stage with a proper professional crew, and yeah. uh, and obviously you know the venues you know, hold, um, you know, three and a half to, you know, 5,000 in, in one room. And um, obviously they're all looking at you and, uh, yeah. hopefully, you know, hoping that you're not crap, basically. So, yeah. So, it. Yeah. Yeah. so you,
1: you, uh, go on. I was going to say, it's so fun because, like, before the curtain, I mean, obviously you've played it enough times, you know yourself what it's like. Um, you know, we, we're, we're and, and the Skegness crowd, I would say, is probably the most liveliest out of out of the Butlins, uh, mm. you know, um, venues. And uh, we're, we're there, and um, you know, just getting our gear on, on ready to go. And you know, you got you got the same technicians running about. And I looked at I looked at Russ. He was. He looked. At, I said, Are "You all right, Russ?" He went, "No, I'm not.
0: I'm fucking
1: bricking it." I said, oh, "You'll be all right. You'll, you'll be all right, mate. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry." Mm. But deep
0: down, I'm fucking bricking it as much as him. You know? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the problem. You see, when you're at the front, uh, you know, like ourselves, you know, you've got you're the one. Um, unfortunately, that everybody stares at. So if you yeah. cock it up then it, it it ruins you know it ruins everything because you know the band um sort of at the back although okay they're nervous um but obviously as it always seems to be is the crowd are always looking at the singer you know they're not going to stare, yep. stare at the the drummer right at the back are they the, you know this this they look at the person who's who's singing so sure. you know we've got to make a an entrance and um, and not cock it up, um, the, you know the, the best you can without you you know your nerves or or anything getting in the way and especially when you go out to Butlins, yep. And you see all those people, you're thinking, right here we go, <laughs> and and you just oh
1: yeah, you just hope that it,
0: you know you don't make a mistake.
1: It was so funny, yeah. Uh, I I I'm just thinking as you're talking that um, the curtain came off. We went into the first song, and I and I, I remember it. someone hang, hung hung on to my leg, right? on my trousers. A, 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 a woman hung on to my <laughs> what? trousers. What? When well, you're on the I'm, stage. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get away from her. I'm like, what are you doing, you lunatic? How and the I'm, hell did she? Re-
0: Do they not have the barriers then?
1: Um, well, it was. Um, I I can't remember now. I, I think.
0: Hello. Sort of stage. Oh, you are still there? Uh, Nick? Oh, sorry, I was losing you then. Yeah,
1: yep. yeah. No, I mean, wood Skegness, as I say, I think those the barriers are quite close, so yes, they can they can actually reach you know reach you and uh, yeah, they can. I thought, yeah. wow, mm. I thought, what is this all about? <laughs> oh <laughs> no, yeah, there
0: there is some uh, there is some cra- utter crazy people. I mean that I've never had any trouble apart from I think it was last year. Some uh, idiot bloke decided to squirt yeah. us with a squirt gun jet thing. And yeah. uh, it was sinking. And it, I thought, what's that water coming from? I thought, oh, yeah. okay, perhaps something's going on. And then obviously he started squirting. So, yeah. and then I saw the um, security guy, because there was uh, two securities either side of the stage. And uh, I looked at the. I looked at him and pointed. <laughs> I've never seen him. The utterly ran across, grabbed him, and, yeah. uh, and and he disappeared. And I never thought anything of it because obviously it was back to it. And then they came over and said, "Oh, we're really sorry." You know, he did that. And I said, "Well, I, I said, yeah, it's not good." But I said I was obviously worried about you know. Um, Hitting the instruments, you know, the keyboards sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I, he was. They said to me later that he was. Um, uh, he had to go and uh, basically pack his bags and leave immediately.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. But, well, the thing is, they get they get so drunk. That's a problem. Oh They're yeah, they,
0: yeah. They do. Yeah. They t- that, there's zero tolerance, isn't it? I think for it, if they go too far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, we've played played those. You know they've been they've been great. You know no problems at all. But you, you're always going to get you oh, yeah. the old one. But, yeah. but you know, with your first show there, and someone's grab <laughs> first song, someone's grabbing of your leg. You're like, wow, this is this is sort of a bit unnerving. You know, what's this all about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh but, it, it, yeah, it can be, can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For next year and onwards, what what is your aim? What is it? Uh, where well, do you
1: want to go? I mean. <sighs> Basically, I my favourite band of all time um, is the Mode. Oh. and um, you know I've I've always have you know followed them around, um, seen them all over the place, and uh, yeah, I've I basically got a Depeche Mode tribute up together. I mean, and so um, we're we're very very close to 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 performing. We've got some gigs in the diary that we um, you know we're going to be unleashing Um, we we did what we should have played last week our first first show at the Fleece but obviously that was pulled Mm. Um, so that's now been put back to September but we have got a um, you know we've got a tour up in Scotland a little mini tour Edinburgh Dundee uh, Glasgow Um, I think that is in I think that's in September now they've always been, they've all been juggled around, obviously with, with the coronavirus, mm. um, you know, putting everything on forward. So we were trying to just juggle all these dates around. And obviously with me being in retro electro, love distraction. And now with the the, the tribute, mm. it's, it's, it's quite tricky getting the, uh, get, get, getting the dates sorted for, for it all really. Mm. Um, but you know, my aim for next year, um, is to, to 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 get that project firmly established because you know i'm, I'm going to be absolutely buzzing um you know performing that music um alongside my other my other projects um so yeah that's my aim really for and to, and to carry on obviously with love distraction the way we're going mm. um you know carry on playing sort of places we've been playing and and enjoying myself like i've been doing so and um, and retro electro, um, you know, it's, it's a long, it's a long project. You know, we've been going a long, a long time compared to the other project, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm still enjoying it, but that is taking a little bit sort of a back seat for a while, for me, to, you know, to sort of concentrate on getting the Depeche Mode tribute established. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm still, I still enjoy immensely playing with retro electro and you know, that, that will continue, and, you know, I still want to still play, you know, with them because they're great guys, and I love the 80s' music. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah well, hopefully, <clears throat> sorry, hopefully um, you know, things will pan out, and you will have a very busy 2021, because like, I think most of us now are all scrapping um, this year to wait, obviously, because yeah. it's going to, you know... Uh, obviously you're only going to get half a year, maybe even less now of gigs, you know? So, um, and then obviously, then you're looking at um, 2021, because I remember when they were saying about the lockdown, I was like, oh don't do that. Don't, don't do the lockdown. Cause we'll, we're going to, I know we're going to, I was, cause I was thinking oh, we're going to lose, I'm going to lose everything. All my DJ gigs, music, everything. And I was yeah. getting really stressed about it. And then as soon as he mentioned, said it, then it seemed to, <laughs> a weight seemed to come off my shoulders. Thinking, well, okay, well they've decided to lock us down, so now actually, you know, and you, you just then you know you can't do anything because it was it's up and down, and it? You didn't know what sure. we were gonna do. So sure. now yeah. we're stuck in it. At least we know now. Everyone's going right. When they're gonna lift it now? When are they gonna?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's gonna be a while yet. Isn't it? I mean, they're, yeah, you know, they're they're saying maybe sort of May, June, but I mean. Pfft, well, they're
0: not yeah, on about I, gatherings now, are they, till July now?
1: That's it, that's mm. it. I mean, and this, it, this this year for me is the, was the best diary that, I, that I've i had, you know, since I've been out playing. And I was so, so sort of, um, you know, looking forward to, mm. to playing, to playing, you know, some of the places we were booked in. But, you know, luckily, we've, we've got quite a few that have rebooked us which I'm really pleased about mm. but we have lost we have lost some really nice festivals unfortunately and and some nice ticket events um but yeah I mean more important fish to fry I guess than than, than our music in a moment we've just gotta sit at home and keep learning songs I mean that's what I'm doing I don't know about you mark are you are you having a chance to learn any music yourself or uh
0: yeah so basically um you know we have now released uh, I've released my uh, first ever UK chart single song which um, comes out brilliant on, on the 20th of April so it's something I've wanted brilliant. to do for yeah, a lo- long time and uh, I finally got round uh, to doing it and obviously now I've got the spare time and um yeah so you know I'm looking forward to uh seeing how that goes and then obviously with all the other stuff you know, the, the other stuff that I do. So you know it keeps sure. it, it keeps it keeps me busy. Uh you mm-hmm. know, it's gonna be manic. I think once the everything the gates do open and everyone can go back to normality again. Um, yeah. It's gonna be very busy again. because um, 'cause I'm not doing half the work I usually do 'cause there's there's no point because you can't because uh, no, no no one's open. So, so
1: No, I know, I know. The thing is, I mean, I I found the way to sort of keep my mind off things is mm. is try and concentrate on my music. It, mm. it hasn't been easy, I gotta say. Mm. But um, you know, I I've sort of you know, the last couple of weeks I've I, I've sort of been trying to learn some new new songs for for the Human League tribute and finishing off the Depeche mode songs learn making sure I've got all them learned and now, you know, concentrating on learning the moves, they've had moves, which, you know, is quite, quite sort of uh, full on. Mm. Um, So that's what I'm doing at the moment. So that's enough to keep me preoccupied, but it is, it is quite tough. I mean, to get that enthusiasm, you know, with what's going on at the moment, you know, don't know whether we're coming or going with it all in, is, yeah, you know, obviously quite, quite sort of worrying times, but music, I find, I don't know if you find, it does take you away from everything. If you can, you know, put a few songs on, it definitely helps with your moods.
0: Oh, it does. I mean, certainly, I mean, certainly, um, I mean, obviously doing the, the interviews on the podcast and doing you know our music reviews and then other music making music it, it, it's it's definitely my time is is um it's kept kept me kept me very busy and sure. and obviously having a three-year-old son <laughs> keeps me <laughs> very busy yeah <coughs> so there's a lot of daddy time so um uh, so yeah so i mean yeah when as i say, once it all goes back to normal then it will be, uh, you know, it'd be quite good. Um, I, th- I think I think it'd be quite weird at first because you're so used to being yeah. at home, and then all of a sudden you're allowed to drive up and down the country again. <laughs> so um, I know, so I
1: know. It's 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 like uh, it is going to be. It's going to take a while, I think, for mm. you know, um, you know, people to get their confidence into to going out. I think you know to mm. to actually start start going to venues and you know, mm. I mean.
0: I mean, some of the venues, but. obviously, you know, that some bands have have got booked, whether it's you know your band or whatever other band, then venues might not even be there because uh, they might end up going bust uh, because they financially just can't afford yep. to keep keep going. I mean, there must be a lot of venues who are in the you know deep mess at the moment because basically they have no income coming in and they're not think it's June, isn't it? The payout starts starts yeah. coming. So and, and we'll see for some people that's too late. We so, know. So I know. It, you know worry
1: it is mm. this wor- it is really, really worrying. I mean I I can think of a few venues off the top of my head now that I'm thinking, wow, are at are still gonna be going and mm. you know, I just hope they 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 will be, you know, so Yeah. Yeah, well, we I mean we've well,
0: seen some we've seen some venues that are already asking for for help, donations and stuff like that, and I'm thinking, well, you know, sure. you know, I can appreciate that they're asking for it, but the problem is, is that pe- people's pockets, you know, are all tight. So, you know, especially for musicians, because you know, they're all self-employed, and obviously now no none of them are being paid, so nope. it, it's it's very, you know, although you may want to help, um, venues, you know. Um, But sometimes you just can't help them because you financially have no money yourself because you're not earning any money yourself. So it's well, that's right. That's right. It's it's all swings and roundabouts. So you just have to see that. um, Hopefully, they'll um, some of them will. You know, hopefully, all of them will survive. Um, Because you know, even they were saying about the theatres, because the theatres, but. I mean it's only been what uh, three four, uh, four four is it four weeks since four weeks yeah yep. since they yep. shut the venue so it's not an awful long time and um so if they do, but the problem is as I said they're not on about not opening now are they till um maybe till June or July before they'll open them to have gatherings so that means that they could be shut for f- three months in total, which is h- huge. Money loss,
1: yeah. So, oh well, so, yeah. I think if it, if it does go that long, mm. then yeah, which like you say, is a very good chance it will. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be a lot lot of closures, and it'll be it'll be very very sad. Mm. Um, but I guess you know it's a sort of it's one of those things we just it got is. to ride it and you are. see if we can come out the other
0: side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's difficult for anybody but things these things happen and um th- you know things get shut down or you think you f- you know you feel sorry for them but this, it's just there's nothing you can do it's just you know um yeah. you just hope that they've got enough money in the bank to survive and then obviously when the government then um, do pay them out that they um that, that then they're all right so um we'll just have sure. to see but yeah right well yeah. We'll wrap it up there, Nick. So um, okay, but uh, thank you very much for, for for coming on the podcast and uh, and going yeah, through everything. No, and no
1: problem at all, Mark. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
0: Good, good. And uh, we look forward to um, to see how you get in on uh, later on in the year and into next year.
1: Okay, thank you very much, and uh, yeah, that's lovely. Thanks. All right, cheers.